0: Hello and welcome to the NECA Safety Roundup podcast series. In today's challenging world of safety in the electrical, utility, and construction industries, we hope that our information and the conversations we have will help you to provide safety leadership within your organization. We will discuss the many issues involving safety and offer some guidance and solutions to the many challenges that we face. Well, welcome
1: back for another episode of the NECA Safety Roundup. I'm Mike Starner, NECA's Executive Director of Outside Line Safety. And with me today is...
0: Wes Wheeler, the Executive Director of Safety with NECA. And and we're joined by two special guests today. And, you know, to talk about a topic in in leadership engagement with the safety professionals, because it's a topic that really we get asked about a lot of times. So first off, I'd like to introduce, you know, Sharon Lipinski. Uh, who's uh, done some research with us before, and actually presented at Nika Safety Professionals Conference, and and, and sharing. You'll say a little bit about yourself.
2: Yeah. Hi, good morning. I'm excited to be here with you all today. I love working with Nika. And I think that's in part because I feel like our missions are very much aligned. You know, a lot of what we do here at Habit Mastery is all in purpose of closing the gap between what you want your people to do and what they're actually doing, which I know is also near and dear to your heart as well. And most recently, Keith, you and I were working together because... Uh, you gave me a call, and you were interested about the role that senior leaders play in safety. And I don't know. Um, and then we brought Keith into that conversation. So Keith, maybe it's a good time for you to introduce yourself.
3: Well, thanks, Sharon. I'm uh, Keith Wheeler with HR Resources of the Carolinas, and. I've had the pleasure and the honor of working with Nika now for quite a few years, uh, presenting and working with with Nika on HR-related issues for their members so that uh, with safety, uh, there's sort of a, a mystery there as to how HR interacts with safety, and we'd like to sort of close that gap and bring the two roles together. So I'm looking forward to this project that we're working on here. Thank you for bringing me in, and um, I'll turn it back over to Wes?
0: Well, well, thank you, Keith. And again, thank you, Sharon. And, you know, one of the the topic that we're going to talk about today, Sharon, and maybe you can kind of start off a little bit because, you know, I've been able to join some of your your meetings that you have. And and one of the questions that came up in a recent meeting that you sponsored was, you know, about this leadership engagement and how SAGE professionals work to get their leaders involved.
2: Yeah. So for those who don't know, we host a regular Semi-regular Safety Leaders Forum, which are virtual meetings, but I really prefer to think of them as virtual conversations. And there are opportunities for safety professionals to come together and talk about things. You know, they can share their successes, they can get advice on their challenges, and we usually have a theme for the meeting. And the reason I think these meetings are so valuable is that safety professionals can tend to be kind of isolated. They may be the only professional in a safety professional in their organization, or maybe they're part of a small team, but they don't often have the opportunity to really just chat with other safety professionals and network and learn. Um, So we bring these people together and we have gosh attendees from a wide range of industries from utility and construction and oil and gas and manufacturing and aviation and wind energy, just all kinds of different perspectives people get to hear about. And so I had asked them at one of these meetings, you know, what would you like to talk about? What should we talk about next? And their number one request was, you know, what is the role of the executive in safety and how do we get more buy-in?
0: To that point, Sharon, I I think that, you know, I'm constantly asked a lot of times, especially with, with OSHA going to the leading indicators and what we can do to kind of, you know, lead the way when it comes to safety, I've had safety professionals contact me and say, you know, what what can we do to get, you know, our project managers, our upper level management, our CEOs and executives engaged in safety within the organization? Because as a safety professional, oftentimes we may go out to a job once, twice, twice, a month whereas the project manager or the senior executive from the office may visit that that job on a regular basis so one of the things that, that they were trying to do was really engage those project managers to be more of a safety you know, have a safety role when they go out to the job site so they can identify some of the hazards. Because, you know, if they don't identify a hazard or point out a hazard to somebody, it's really approved by, you know, hey, we're ignoring it, so if we don't say anything about it, it must be all right. And what we want those safety, you know, leaders to do, especially from the executive side of it, is to take a moment to look at those things, identify them, and get engaged. But some of the challenges that they've experienced is, you know, the, these project managers, they said, well, I know they got a lot on their plate between bidding, estimating, managing, all the other things. And they feel like, well, I've got somebody to do that for me. I don't have time to do that myself. But we know from OSHA's leading indicators that one of the biggest components. Of a successful safety management system in a company is having that buy-in, having that engagement, having that participation from upper-level management, and that's really where you know this discussion started. And, and, and you know, we're going to talk about some of the things we've got coming up, and, and why we're going to, why we're doing this, and then how we're going to kind of disseminate some of this information. Sharon. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So when you called me and it was at a good time because they had just made this request and I think that I had a lot of questions and I think we've all kind of heard the same sort of advice out there, but I wanted to know more about it. I wanted to know like, well, what really is the scope of the problem? Like, How, how much buy-in do you already have? How much more buy-in do you want? What is the impact of that? How hard has it been for you to get? Um, What does that even look like when we're talking about senior level buy in like what are people doing and how do you know if those are the right things and if they're having an impact and if you don't have the kind of buy in you want, like how do you even go about getting more. So those were all questions in my mind as this topic was coming up.
0: Well, you know, and to that point, I mean, one of the things that that we're constantly asked and, and, you know, is as a safety professional. We have influence, but we have to have influence up and down. I mean, Keith, can you say a little bit about that influence that, that we really need to, to expand on?
3: Well, Wes, I think, you know, you and I have done a few um, presentations on being a safety leader, right? And so what we've talked about is mentoring and coaching. And I think when we look at this from an executive standpoint, we, we step back and look and know that They have um, incredible influence over their organization. So a lot of times I know that from from an employee standpoint, their behaviors, their actions, their focus is going to be sort of tailored to that executive. What is their focus? What is their influence? What is their priorities? And so we look at that and we got to say, okay, how are safety professionals influencing, how are the executives, I should say, influencing the safety professionals? But we also have to look at then how is that safety professional Able to influence others in the organization, whether it's the whether it's the 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 group that's at the project site uh, working safely, or whether there's things that need to be done, then they have to influence up for the executives. So that's really where I think the importance of not only mentoring, coaching, but the ability to influence others is, is critical.
0: You know, I, mean, I think this is important and when we start talking about this, I know there was a recent article you know that was uh, featured and I'll have Sharon talk a little bit about that in a moment but you know it really was was talking about the top CEO and and we understand that that person that owns the company, that CEO that president of the organization he really understands risk management he really understands what he has to do but it, it's getting you know their their senior leaders, to, to take a step to participate, you know, we're not really as in, in this particular question. And we're asking again, once again, from the upper level management, you know, take, for instance, uh, uh, Mike, you know, when we look at the crews in the utility industry, you know, a lot of the crews are anywhere from five, seven to nine people. And and the influence within those crews, you know, are, are very successful because, I mean, we've had capacity model. We've had sticky. We've had some other things that, that are really engaged but you know that's they have buy-in at the field level with everything going on in the utility industry.
1: Yeah, influence is a big part of it. Another big part is, you know, as Keith was mentioning, understanding the CEO where where their mind is and and what their objectives are. You know, so establishing that conduit between, you know, your safety department, your safety person and and the people who are calling the shots in your company, that's important because a safety person and their day-to-day activities are more kind of tactical day-to-day, what's happening right now? What do I need to do to, to make sure that our crews are compliant, you know, with customer expectations, with OSHA requirements? We're we're trying to be proactive and make sure that you know we're we're leading safety. We're not just being you know minimal minimally compliant. And and it's important for the CEO to set the strategic direction, right? This is this is where we're headed. This is why. Uh, you know, there's a shift in our in our industry now where we're not we're not talking about safety as a priority, we're talking about it as a core value. So at the at the board level or the CE level, level there needs to be conversation about safety is one of our core values. And here's our strategic plan to how we're going to become top decile, top quartile, you know, one of the best performing companies uh in, in our in our segment. And how do I support my safety department to do that? Right. So it's really about that conduit of information.
0: Exactly. You know, and and Sharon, you know, I mentioned a minute ago about this article and maybe you can kind of, you know, glean some information from that, because I think one of the things that came out of that is, is they were they were defining what is an executive.
2: Yes. And I think this article was looking at the very senior leaders, the, the people in the organization who have access to the funds and the resources and who are responsible for the results. And I think we're also, we're interested in that, but we're also looking at, you know, still senior, but, you know, depending on how your organization is structured, but it could be senior project managers. Um, but above like your, your, frontline supervisor who is, like Mike is saying, very, very tactical. Um, And so we're interested in what should they be doing specifically? How are they? When we say that senior leaders should be taking this active role, like what does that look like in action? How do you know it when it, you know, when it's happening? You know,
0: and, you know, Keith, from your, from your experience, you know, how does a, a senior leader executive really demonstrate that you know what can you share in that regard
3: well i think you know mike sort of touched on it also when we talk about safety becoming one of the core values of the organization so the language is in there as part of the culture of the organization and and what Being a senior leader and executive in the organization, your focus is sort of split, really, because you have a lot on your plate, a lot going on as you're not dealing with the day-to-day issues, you're looking to the future, provide a future for everyone. Um, So (laughs) in looking at that, what they can do is make sure that when they're engaging with those safety professionals, or at least, you know, one option would be make sure the language is there. They're talking about it. It's top of mind. It's a priority. It's reminding people because, you know, it goes back to that old saying um, when we talk about safety that employees are our most important asset, right? So are we acting and behaving as an executive that way that they are our priority?
2: Can I jump yeah. in and add to yeah. what Keith was saying? So I just pulled up our survey. So in a moment, you know, spoiler alert here, we're gonna, <laughs> we're going to ask all your listeners to fill a survey out for us. Uh, but, you know, we we brainstorm like specifically, what do some of these things look like? So are you, for example, budgeting sufficient resources? Are you opening meetings with safety messages? Are you providing uh education opportunities for your safety staff? Are you providing safety training for your employees? So we have all of these things that we're trying to say, like these are actual specific actions. And then again, to our idea of like, well, what's the scope? How often are these things happening? What kind of impact do they have? We're, we're trying to get to that insight through this survey.
0: Well, you know, and, and I, I was about to ask you, Sharon, I really was about <laughs> what is it What is it that we that we want from this, from this podcast? What is it that we're asking you as a listener to, to get engaged, to participate with. And and to Sharon's point, you know, we've put together a survey that's going to help us identify some of the key characteristics and challenges that these safety professionals have within their organizations, especially dealing with that, that that, that you know, project manager, that's that vice president, that, that person down, because, you know, we do have to engage with them. We do have to influence them. And, you know, a lot of times I, I know that uh, when I go in and talk to our CEO, I know our CEO CEO gets it. Our CEO is all about safety. Our CEO is all about mental health. Our CEO makes this a priority and a core value for NECA, for National Electrical Contractors Association. And so I, I do respect that a lot of those CEOs feel the same way. But it is that, that next level that we have to do. So with this survey, what we're going to do, we're going to put on the screen here. Um, there's gonna actually be a superimposed on the screen, a QR code. And what that does is that will actually give you an opportunity to take out your phone, hold it up to the screen, let your phone camera actually see the QR code, and it's going to link you to this survey. And we really appreciate, you know, all the participation that we're going to get from 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 the attendees or from the the listeners that we have in this, you know. And it also is going to provide us with if you want to share some of your information or personal information, you know, we we you know may want to reach out to you later. I mean, you know, why would we want to reach out, Sharon?
2: Well, so we're trying to do two things. One, we kind of want to get some, you know, numbers and statistics behind it, and that's what the survey does. But what we also hope that we can do for you is provide a roadmap. That if your CEO doesn't get it, or if they get it but they're lacking with some of the tangible actions that they be doing that we can give you a roadmap on. Here are things that you can do. But in order to do that, we want to talk to you and we want to know if you have a success story on how you did increase senior leader buy-in, how you got buy-in on this project. Uh, We would love to interview you and pull out some of your insights and your wisdom so that we can share that with other safety professionals so that as, you know, as a whole, the entire industry gets better.
0: Well, you, you know, you mentioned about sharing the information, and I think all of us on the screen today is going to be present in the Nikki Sage Professionals Conference in Denver, Colorado at the Gaylord in May. And we look forward to our members and, and the IBEW and Electrical Training Alliance being in attendance. And, and that's really one of the things that we want to do with the results that we get is, is we want to share. Number one, anybody that wants a copy of the results, copy of the, the survey results, you know, we'll give you an opportunity to reach out to one of us or, or send us an email. You know, I'm just going to say safety at Nikonet.org. That's one email you can use, but we're actually going to put our contact information on the screen later on before the podcast is actually over with. But for for those that may be listening, you know, we want to make sure we give you an opportunity to reach out. And if, if you need the link and you say, OK, if you're listening to us on on, on a radio or a podcast and say, OK, how do I get it? Email us at safety at Nicanet.org and we will forward the link and the information to you. But but it is important. We want to take this information and present it in life. Because as Sharon said, a lot of times the answers that we're looking for are in the room. There's somebody that is familiar with it. There's somebody that has had this in the past and they've developed a successful model to really move. And we live by the motto, I mean, and Mike can, can attest, safety is not a secret. We wanna share this. I mean, NECA Participation in Electrical Transmission Distribution Partnership made up of union, non-union, utilities, labor organizations, everybody. Safety is not a secret.
1: Yeah, and beyond beyond regulatory requirements that are kind of explicit, a lot of safety is based in philosophy. So you need to have as an organization come together, talk about, you know, what are we trying to achieve here? You know, what 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 objectives, what actions can we take that are specific to our company, that can help us get to where we're headed. So that whole that whole conversation about strategy figuring out where the resources are coming from, what kind of sponsorship we're going to need, you know, what does what is the current state? What are the sort of the hurdles that we're going to have to overcome to get to where we're headed? All of those things are conversations, all those things are information, all those things that we hope to gather through the survey can help formulate discussions around that topic. <laughs>
0: And that's great. Sharon, you got some
2: comments? I did. I was going to say, and you might not know exactly what you did to have a success. That's still great because if we hop on the phone and we can talk about it, I can take what you said with them with what they said. And what we do is we start to pull out the patterns and the themes and we identify what these critical components are. So it doesn't have to all be clear in your mind. If you know, like this went really well, then I would love to talk with you about it.
0: Any, uh, you know, I know that uh, we're kind of getting short on time here, so I'm going to probably go around the screen just one more time. And then, you know, as I said before, you know, towards the end of this video, we're going to put our contact information for the four of us on the screen. In addition to the, the, the Nika safety email address, which is safety at NECA dot org. Uh, but, you know, you know, Keith, any, any closing comments you'd like to say? And again, thank you for your participation here today. I mean, I, I have to say that, you know, over the years. You know, we worked well together between HR and safety, between employee wellness and well-being and, and, and mental health, and, and all the things that, that really transcend between HR and safety, because that, that's we have to have that partnership if we're going to be successful. So, Keith?
3: Well, I appreciate that, Wes. Um, I think I'm excited about this survey, about this research that's going on, because I, I'm looking forward to learning how the safety professionals have been influenced by their executives And making their decisions or the behaviors or their actions, but I'm also interested to learn how they've influenced the organization, their executives or their employees. So I think the findings are going to be very interesting. I appreciate the opportunity to work with Sharon and Wes and Mike. So uh, I'm looking forward to this. Well, thank you, Keith and Sharon.
2: Well, I would say, you know, for me, it's an exciting project because I love learning. And I know the more that I talk with safety professionals about what they're doing and why it works, the more I learn. So thank you for involving me in this research.
0: Well, thank you very much, Sharon. Mike, any closing comments before I take us home? No, I just want to thank Keith and Sharon
1: for participating in this podcast. Uh, this is one of those topics that doesn't get discussed nearly as much as we should be discussing it. And uh, so hopefully we can get some really good nuggets out of this survey, some actionable items that, uh, you know, we could put in place to help our members be more successful. So thank you guys for being here.
0: And again, thank you. And, and, and I'm going to be closing out. We're going to have the video put the QR code on the screen one more time. We're going to have the uh, video put our contact information up on the screen for you to be able to see it. And again, uh, the safety at Nicanet.org email address. If you are listening to us on podcast and you want to send off to get that link to participate, we really look forward to hearing from you. I mean, it, it really is. This is a challenge that's going on, and I've been in the safety industry for well over 30 years, 35 years. And, you know, from the electrical industry that I participate in and, you know, it's been my trade of of choice for years, there's been some challenges when I was in the safety position working for a contractor. So I understand and really look forward to hearing from what your challenges are from what your success stories are, and you know, hopefully we'll have a conversation sometime at the NECA Safety Professionals Conference in May, or or maybe you attend the NECA show and convention in San Diego later this year. But I would really like to say again, thank you, Sharon. Thank you, Keith. Thank you, Mike. And thank you, the attendees and the listeners out there for joining us for this edition of the Safety Roundup from NECA. We look forward to our next edition. Stay tuned.
3: Bye, everyone.